0: Welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins. And hey, this show is presented by Great Southern Bank, and they are our presenting sponsor. We're very grateful for their support and the teammates over at Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs, and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com member FDIC. Other sponsors we're going to talk about throughout the show, Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So before we get to our studio guests, I want to recap last week. Last week we had um, a recent inductee of the Springfield Area Sports Hall of Fame. Coach Jeff Rogers was here. Talked a little bit about his, um, his soccer career over at Glendale High School for boys and girls. And he just uh, it was great to pick his brain and listen to him and listen to his knowledge. And so he did a wonderful job. Plus, Logan and I were able to tell some wow stories, so he told some more sports stories as well. If you want to listen to that episode, you can go to acoachesperspective.com and listen to it under Previous Shows, or you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal, and now on Helium Satellite Radio. All right, so tonight, oh, my goodness, we're stepping into the ring. I'm so excited about the show because, um, first of all, um, One of my guests who is no stranger to this show and he's been on here a a few times is one of my favorite guests because of not just what he does but who he is and I'm so excited to have him back in the studio. I want to welcome Coach Daryl Smith but Coach Smitty.
1: Thank you. I am so glad to be here. As usual I'm always glad to be here. We've got an exciting event coming up at University Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Uh, As you know I've been at this for about 14 years straight now and uh, I've been in boxing since 1974 myself uh, we're going to have a great event, 30 bouts kids will all receive 30 world championship belts all belts were made special for these kids from uh, 8 years old to 17 years old or older, I mean, we may have a few older on there but most of them will be within that age range uh, we've got Riddick Big Daddy Bo coming in former uh, heavyweight champion of the world Thomas Hitman Herms, epic battles with Sugar Ray Leonard and won eight world titles. Uh, Merciless Ray Mercer, former Olympic gold medalist and heavyweight champion of the world Benny Tasmanian Devil Pazianza will be in the house. Uh, he's in the movie Bleed for this if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie and uh, Michael Spinks only lost one fight as a pro like right? heavyweight champion of the world, and heavyweight champion of the world, dethroned the great Larry Holmes. Also, his nephew, who won five world titles, Corey Spinks, will be in the house. And then we have the great international secretary of the world, boxing council, uh, Jill Dynamite Diamond. (laughs) Amazing lady, used to box also. Jill has done a lot for the World Boxing Council. The biggest professional boxing belt in the world. Not just in the United States.
0: That's incredible, right here in Springfield, Missouri. They're going to be at this event, and you know we've had Michael Spinks, we've had Ray Mercer. Well, first of all, how do you memorize all of their their nicknames? You just know it. Just I really gonna... don't know. I've had 218 amateur <laughs> bouts, so uh, he has <laughs> does does I I uh, not have notes or anything on on what their nicknames are, and that is really impressive.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, when you, it's just like what you do, Jenny, and what Ned does. You know, when when you do something for so long as it just it's like riding a bicycle. <laughs> yes, it comes off, and I got such a strong passion for this because I, I've been averaging about twenty five, thirty kids a day in my gym here lately, and I am trying to make them all champions, and I'm wanting them to get that feeling of what it feels like to put that work in, and then get those great results in the end. You
0: know, we talk about. Um on this show often about sports and life and the parallels and all of this. And you use boxing as your platform and in your gym, um, you've, we've got a special guest that we're going to talk to in just a little bit. Um, but I, I wanted to tell people first about what you do in your gym. I mean, you know, Smitty's Midwest Boxing Gym is is known in this area and you do so many things to help kids, um, but you use boxing as the platform to to help enhance their lives and to, to give them that motivation and that inspiration um, th- that is something that I think is so admirable. You know, Plus, you, you, you help patients with Parkinson's and yeah, with autism, right. and you, know, you provide a lot of uh, community services, and it's just so impressive. I can't thank you enough for what you do in our community.
1: I appreciate that, Jenny, and I am going to, as soon as uh, we get done get, with this event, I am going to try to get back into my Parkinson's and autistic training. Uh, we had to drop off when uh, COVID hit and it, it, it kind of killed that program a little bit it died way down we want to get that back up and going uh like we had it but you know boxing i love it i've been in it forever since the fourth grade uh i think ned interviewed me the first time i was in the fifth or sixth grade when ned riddles <laughs> interviewed me and here i am getting close to 60 and he is still interviewing me and that uh, is incredible. he's a great man teaches me a lot he's, he's always been a mentor to me he's always been there for me uh but, uh,
0: okay, why, tell me why boxing. I mean, fourth or fifth grade, yes, it was something to do, and, and it helped you get your energy out. But, I mean, you know you get hit in the face a lot, right? <laughs> you
1: do. Yeah, you do. But, so what, you what know, is it about
0: that you like I'll about tell you. It?
1: Boxing gives you structure, gives you discipline, and it also teaches to you to respect others. It is not just two kids getting in a ring and fighting like a street fight. It is strategy. It is a game plan. It is. It that's why they call it chess not checkers. Yes, yes. That's what boxing is and I use that and I, I've been blessed by God to be able to train a lot of fighters that's gone on to win championships I mean we even had a kid beat Roberto Duran's son and fight on pay-per-view. We had a girl win uh, the Nationals we had a girl win the Ringside World Championships. We've had several kids win that. Uh, the Kansas City Golden Gloves. Uh, but the thing is That's my tool to get them in, and that I will teach you Olympic style boxing. But you got to, in return, graduate high school. You got to go on and go to vocational school. You got to go on and give back to your community. You got to go on and go to college. You got to become bigger than life, and you got to want to become bigger than life. And you got to learn that if you're going to be a champion in boxing, basketball, football, soccer, you can't just be a champion in that sport, you got to be a champion outside that sport. And you got to do more. And that is my goal in life to teach every kid I can that. And be, you know, I I always say I wasn't the best father in the world when I was younger. And then I got older and matured and, and you know, I wish I had matured earlier. And and I, I always regret that. But I love all my kids and I love all kids in general. But the thing is, I want to be that person until the day god calls me home that that kid can look at and say hey i know this guy cares Mm -hmm. i know this guy's really trying to make a difference in my life and this guy cares and i don't make no money at this Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm not in it for the money i i cost you money it costs me money i mean you know my wife got a little upset there i went years of taking eleven hundred dollars a month out of my disability check i'm a hundred percent disabled veteran Mm -hmm. and giving it to a building so they had a place to go after school and uh, you know, it's somebody's gotta do it.
0: Well, the impact that you've made and the lives that you've touched is so admirable and, and I love the fact that you're using this sport to do it and and one of those lives that you are starting to train is here in the studio as well. Um ten year old national silver gloves. She is she is a champion just waiting to happen in the ring. I'm so excited to have Sonia Kirch here. So welcome to the show. Yes,
2: thank you. It's so good to be on the show. um Wait.
0: oh sorry no you're good I'm so excited for you to be here. I want to know what it is that you love about boxing.
2: Well, I really love about boxing. my pop up he got me into boxing when I was seven and a half, and I really had a lot of energy. you know, <laughs> I was one of those kids, and he he found Smitty someplace and he took me there after boxing and i mean after school and i just got all my energy out and i just loved the process and how everything went and i just started to go into it at first i hated it at first i was scared of smitty but then i was like (laughs) i loved alicia because she was like totally calm right then i like i was really scared of smitty yeah like i I just love the
0: sport boxing's in your blood you can't quit you know Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's so much, uh, it's a great workout, too. I yes. Mean, like you, you say, you get your energy out. Um, it is something that I think is so good for your health and your oh, fitness. Oh,
1: yes. So. Well, you know, Sonia leaving a lot of stuff out. When she <laughs> came to me, Sonia was eight years old. Sonia, or was you seven? Seven or eight?
2: Yeah, seven and a half. Oh. Yeah,
1: seven and a half. And I said, okay, I'm not supposed to take them until eight, uh, but I'm going to take her. She had kicked the teacher, kicked the bus driver, slapped the teacher. <laughs>
2: That's not true. May, uh, yeah,
1: right. Making terrible grades, and now you know Sonia's on the right track. Good grades. Uh, if she starts messing up, she's like, "Coach, hey, I got to work on this. I'm not doing good in math, or I'm not doing good. I gotta, I, I gotta take an extra day and work on this." You know, she cares now. She respects her elders now, uh, and and she's done a three hundred. 60 degree turn and i got a 10 year old that can run my floor exercises with adults and she don't play with them because i taught her that leadership i mean she'll go up and say hey did you come to the gym today to play or did you come to get a workout in because if you came to play you might as well go home and she means it you know and and that's that's what we want to instill that confidence in our kids and we do that with professional speech classes uh that helps and Sonya's a big part of that i mean i'm confident enough to leave this 10 year old in my gym for an hour or two if i have to go somewhere to run it when uh, there's there's some adults there that i wouldn't trust for five minutes to run. So. <laughs> yeah. She's well, a good kid. She
0: also she is well-trained. I offered her a, a cake pop before the show, and she said, wait a minute, i got to ask Coach Schmid because i got I got to pass this
2: week. <laughs> yeah, i got to be on weight for the fight. That, that's, like, right,
1: that's right. Why right. she's sliding that's it in her hoodie. you know?
2: That's
0: <laughs> that, yeah, that's that discipline.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's got it. She's, yeah. she's, she's, she's got a good family. She's got a good mom and dad. Uh, mom worked for Mercy quite a bit. Dad's a fireman, right? No, a police, he's a policeman. Yeah, policeman. Yeah. Coach Smitty awesome. used to be a police we'll officer. Tell him thank you for what he does. Uh, they're, uh, yeah, they're both good parents. Uh, uh, I got her little sister. I think I'm gonna have in the gym before long. She's coming yeah. in all the time, and she she's something to deal with, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: Yeah, totally. Right? Well. We appreciate the law enforcement, the health care worker. Thank you so yes, much you're to welcome. your parents for that. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. And, Sonia, we're going to keep picking your brain about boxing. And, All right, thank and you. And we'll let Coach Teddy talk. Yeah. Too. Sound good? Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks to Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. This segment is sponsored by Highland Dairy. They're owned by dairy farmers and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact. Scientific studies, professional dietitians, they all agree the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. And they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. Well, I have Coach Smitty here, no stranger to anyone in this area. When you think about boxing, I think about Coach Smitty. He'd you come right to mine, and I am so grateful that you are here and for what you do um, for all of these um, young athletes and and that you provide a place for them and a safe place for them to go and get their energy out, as um, Sonia Kirsch was telling us, our other guest tonight. Um, I think that it's uh, tremendous what you're doing. But one of the special things you like to do, and this is the 10th year that you have had this event, is you like to bring in these world champion fighters where the kids from the gym they can fight in front of them but they can also meet you know these legends in the sport and be able to to get get their autographs or a high five or even some words of wisdom and so the inspiration for this event is just brilliant tell us again where it's going to be and when and and how the public can can go and enjoy
1: okay it's going to be at university plaza hotel and convention center 333 John Q. Hammonds Parkway, Springfield, Missouri, 65806. It's right off of St. Louis, uh, right across the street from uh, Hammond Towers. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, weigh-ins are from noon to 2 p.m., physicals are 2 to 3, and we have bell time at 4 p.m., uh, 30 bouts, 30 World Championship belts for kids. And the guys that we have in the house are Riddick Bowe, Thomas hitman Hearns. Ray Mercer, Vinny Pazianza, Corey Spinks, and Michael Spinks. And we also have the great Jill Diamond, uh, one of the biggest figures in the World Boxing Council, the WBC, is going to be here. You normally see Jill. You'll never see a woman win a World WBC title. And Jill Diamond is not in that ring. Uh, it's it's really a privilege to have her coming to our amateur event. And we are hoping that we turn this into a major national 50 state event starting next year and bring in all 50 states and run it for four to five days
0: i think that is amazing incredible and and sonia as as someone that's going to be fighting in this event knowing all of these legends are coming in what does that what does that mean for you
2: well it feels it's like i don't know how to very explain it but it feels like much of a privilege for all these legends like you put it to come in and to meet them, and us as amateurs and not as pros, not having many years of experience, but, like, meeting these legends of boxing in the 80s, 90s, and 70s, just, like, meeting them and learning from their experience for years and just learning how how to do boxing and the years that they put in for it, the hard right. work. Soak in that knowledge, right? Yes, yeah. and Coach was Larry Holmes, a couple years like, two years ago or a year ago, we I met Larry Holmes. He was telling us in one of the interviews that in front of everybody, he said for five years, I think, that he trained with Muhammad Ali, and he turned that around for five years. He fought Muhammad Ali and kicked his butt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, you know, I, Sonia... Are you excited about your ma- your match? How do you prepare for that? How have you been training for it? I've been training very
2: hard. I've been training with Smitty. He's been training me. I've been sparring with a couple of boys, and I've been training very hard. And, of course, I get a little nervous before the fight, and I have some butterflies, but, like, you know, as soon as I get in that ring, it all washes off. Isn't that a good feeling? Once yeah. Once that bell
0: rings, you're ready to go, right?
2: Yeah, I focus on Smitty's voice, and I just drown everything out. Everything's just dark besides me and my opponent. Yes,
1: Smitty's voice. Well, I want to go back to that fight. Larry Holmes and Muhammad Ali. (laughs) And
0: we're going to talk about Smitty's voice. That was my my greatest.
1: (laughs) That was my my throat. I've been really going at it for (laughs) days, no sleep. Larry Holmes didn't really want to fight Muhammad Ali. No. And he begged the referee to stop that match. Ali was way over the hill when they fought. And and he was uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, sparring partner for years. And he learned a lot from Ali. And now. You know, I just recently went to his uh, celebrity golf tournament, and he told me that this came from him, you know. He said, if you look at that fight, you'll see me begging the referee to stop it. And finally his corner stopped it. Ellie had no business in that ring that night. He was way – a lot of times boxers don't know when to quit. They're done. It's time to throw it in and leave it to the young bulls. And I, and I, I honestly believe over the years, uh, I think Larry Holmes would be known – Right there under Ali. If it hadn't been for that fight, a lot of people disliked Larry because that he beat Ali so bad in that fight. The thing was, uh, Larry was a great champion. Years he held that title undisputed. We don't have that anymore. Now we got alphabet belts popping up everywhere that make no sense. You know, they're not the major sanctioning bodies. Uh, But you know, I don't want to get too far off track there. I just wanted to give my boxer a. Quick lesson on that, right? Yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah, And watch your language. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, I want to go back to her saying, you know, in the ring, she is going to tune everything out but your voice, and that to me, I mean, that's an ultimate yeah. sign of respect for a coach. But she's,
1: she's, cool. you know, I and I teach my fighters that listen to my voice, but keep fighting, keep focusing on what you're doing, and when you hear me say one, two, three, one uppercut, two, three, two, three, two, you know, then. Execute. Start looking for it because that means I see an opening. I see something that he's susceptible to, or she is, and you you need to look for it. And she does that. She didn't used to, but she does that now, and uh, she's really good about. All my kids are. You know, I got I got a young kid out of uh, Bolivar named Cason Hill. He's sixteen. Been training him since he was like fourteen or fifteen, and I uh, took him under my wing. He had a few issues, and uh, we. we, we We've Got him straightened down. He's doing good now. And then I've got Kylan and I've got <laughs> Lee, uh, Lee, Elliot. Lee and Elliot. I mean, we we've got so many. I can't mention them all, but we've got a good group of kids now. And like I said, when I take these kids and teach them speech classes and how to do an impromptu and all that, after a, after two or three times, they're like, "Hey, coach, when we're we gonna do it again? When are we gonna do that again? When are when are you gonna mm-hmm. you know?" And they're they're just want that knowledge and 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 i if you want to be a coach if you want to be a real coach in life you got to be involved in that kid's life you can't just be drawing a paycheck every month at your gym dues right you you got to develop that kid if that kid's emotional that kid comes in your gym and you and that kid's off that day and he's hurting about something you got to have sense enough to go up and say hey i noticed you're a little bit different today son uh you wanna talk about something? Or you know, you don't have to talk to me in front of everybody, meet me in the office, you know, afterwards and we'll talk. You know, you gotta know these things and you gotta guide that kid. These kids are looking for adults to do that, but we got too many parents letting Fortnite and all this other stuff babysit their kids. We got too many doing it, plain and simple, whether anybody wants to admit that or not. We have too many kids that are spending four to eight hours a day on a cell phone in front of a screen mm-hmm. and they're not getting out getting exercise they're not getting out boxing they're you know and and that's the only life they're learning and it's it's sad right it's really sad we, we got to pick it up we got to do something about it
0: Well, and to be able to care like that and build relationships is a key to being a good coach and being able to care about each one of those kids because they're all different. You can't, you know, it's not a one-stop shop. you got to know what's going on. That takes a tremendous amount of of energy and a lot of effort. It's not easy. It's not easy for you You know more
1: than anybody (laughs) because you are an outstanding coach and everybody knows that. Well,
0: thank you. I'm I'm telling you, I, I think it's so impressive. And, you know, I mean, when I coach basketball, is my platform. Boxing is your platform. You know, I mean, it's. But but the best part of coaching is always about the relationship with those kids and be able to get to know them and and be a part of their journey. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, they, and they're 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 not robots. You know, they're going to stumble. They're going to do But being able to be there and showing them how to cope and and continue to move forward in a positive direction is it's huge. But it well,
1: boxing is making a huge comeback. It really is. I mean, there's way more tournaments again, like it used to be. There's teams popping up. Heck, we, me and Hal, were are talking about. We even got a coach named uh, Dewan down in uh, Nixon now, and I think he comes from Russia or something. Not a bad guy. I've met him. You know, he's a young coach and he's learning, but he's willing to learn. And you know, these these coaches got to know. Back in the old days, we get together and we decide who's gonna fight, and we'll fill it out on a chalkboard, and and we got matches, and that's how we put them together. On well, now in USA Boxing, you know, it used to be no age limit. You know, I, I was 14, 15, me and Joe Wiles, smoking Joe Wiles. I was, uh, we were fighting guys 26, 32, and we're 14, 15, 16. That's not allowed anymore. And and I, I agree with that rule. 24 month, you can't be 24 months in one day. It's an illegal match. And I am glad they did that because I think about, you know, we, we fought hard and we was tough, but. A lot of us went home with concussions that was unnecessary you know so there's a lot of new changes in the boxing world uh, especially with the equipment the headgear for instance got gel shock treatment in it and uh, the gloves do and they're a lot safer to for preventing concussions and I agree with some of these new rules but some of them I'm like the old school coaches I wish they'd stick them somewhere because right. <laughs> it interferes with us letting the kids actually fight so.
0: well so you know, Sonia when you're when you're fighting I mean just how did you sell your parents first of all how did you sell your parents like hey I want to go box I want to get in a ring and I want to fight I want to be hit and I want to hit
1: I think granddad did that didn't yeah, he?
0: I did. yeah I mean my parents were
2: all down for it because they really wanted to get rid of me for the <laughs> last couple hours of the day um they really, they were really sold on it as first as my grandfather said, hey, she's going to go do boxing, she's going to do this. I visualize it, visual- I can't get the word out, but he saw it, I saw it as like pity patty, like kitty stuff. But like when I walked into somebody's gym, I knew. As soon as I walked in the door, it was nothing like I imagined. Serious
0: <laughs> stuff, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah. She was mouthing <laughs> off to her mom in the doorway. I walked over <laughs> and Lesson I said, number one. let me tell you something, young lady. Right off the bat, we don't talk to our parents like that if you belong to my team. And I don't mind being on CNN tomorrow morning for straightening your little butt up, <laughs> as she liked to say. And she looked at me, she her eyes out. were all big. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, her granddad was a great man. He was really a good guy. I really liked him a lot, and we, we went at it because he was a USA wrestling coach. And the truth of the matter is I finally got around to telling him every every wrestler that's come to my gym, it's really kind of been easier to train them because they already got discipline. And for a long time, I wouldn't admit that to him. <laughs> but, you know, we had this little rivalry. Sure. But I, I really liked him a lot, and when he passed, it hurt me bad, and, and I know it hurt Sonya. But he, he was really pushing for her, and we had such a hard time getting her a fight for years. We just couldn't get her a fight because there wasn't enough girls her age and her size fighting. But we finally we said, we'll go to the nationals and fight then. And then we fought in the finals. That's amazing. <laughs> so, that's you know, amazing. and she's gotten even better. I can't wait to see her fight Saturday night. Uh, but the that's thing that's is, wonderful. you th- know, she's listening. She wasn't before, but now she listens because I tell my kids all the time, that person that can't learn from another person is headed for a brick wall their entire life. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a carpenter and I'm a plumber and you want to teach me how to be a carpenter, but I gotta be a know-it-all and I, I ain't got the patience to listen to you because I know everything, I could have had two careers under my belt and making more money, but I just was too thick-headed to listen. Yeah. And they and they get it. They yeah. they really do get it.
0: That's true. That's true. Well, this is uh, this is fantastic. I'm so excited about this event this weekend. We're going to take our final break, um, and we'll come back, and we'll continue talking boxing with Coach Smitty, and Sonia Kirch is here as well. And yeah. I can't wait to see you fight this weekend. So I want to thank Highland Dairy for sponsoring the segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett, as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back on A Coach's Perspective. is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar hey they know cars they know trucks they know SUVs they know service they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal I've been one of them for over 25 years give Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey a call and they will take care of you 417-326-7671 we also want to thank West Logging for sponsoring this segment, go to westlogging.com, contact Danny West for a free consultation. He's going to treat your land like his own. And thanks also to Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance. So we have Coach Smitty here and Sonia Kirch, and you've got a big match this weekend. you got a lot going on, and this is going to be um, very exciting. So yes. Sonia, you've been training. Um, you are ready. You are hungry. You're like a caged animal, and you're getting ready to get out and, yes. and, and fight in the ring what have you what have what do you know about your opponent how do you do you scout your opponents um do you study that or does your coach say no we're going to concentrate on you and your fighting style
2: well he says concentrate on you and your fighting style plus he doesn't really tell us about our opponents and he doesn't really tell us the names or just anything about the person until we step into the ring Um, we just meet face to face that's all we know about each other our faces
0: and have you got a good stink eye, you know, right beforehand, Yes. You're staring him down. And you know, in
2: Rocky 4 where he says to the Russian dude, um no, the Russian dude says to Rocky, I must break you. I thought about saying that to my <laughs> opponent
0: last fight and I was like, mm, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> You can think it, though. You can think it if it motivates you, that's for sure. And thank you for the Rocky reference, because Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to throw a Rocky reference in this entire show. I must freak you. Yeah, Rocky Balboa, as a lot of my listeners know, is a real person to me. Yeah. Um, And Sylvester Stallone, I'm coming after you. You're going to be on my show one of these days. Yeah, totally. You should do it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So when you prepare, so you physically prepare, right? Yes. Um, Your sport-specific preparing, you're working on your, your boxing skills. Um, how do you mentally prepare how do you know I'm getting in that ring and I'm getting ready to to battle this person
2: well my first fight that I ever had was um, on Smitty's card but that she didn't come up She was from West Plains but mentally rep- preparing is I actually don't really think about it I mean I just like when you get into that ring you're a fighter you're gonna beater you're gonna slip slip punch punch you're just gonna leave it all in the ring and
1: I kind of play chess with my boxers when I'm wrapping them. When I'm wrapping them up, I get inside their head, and I start pumping them up. And by the time we get to the ring and do the ring walk, they normally think they can walk through fire and eat bullets by the time we get there. And Sonia's good at listening. So she she, she gets pumped up more than she's admitting. She, she, she's ready. I mean, that girl she lost to for the gold medal in the uh, national silver gloves. That girl had more experience than her and and just, you know, just had more time from California. There was 150 kids in the gym a day, you know, so she went out and went after that girl. Wait, I mean, she, even though we lost, she put her heart into that fight and she fought and she fought hard. And it made you better. And and it made her better. It made her remember. She said, Coach, now I know what to do. Now I'll be ready next time. And, uh, you know, before we get too far, I'd like to say, you know, this is going to be a great event. Because I'm going to give a lot of special awards to some of our old boxers from around Springfield. Uh, And I also want to say how Lewis's boxing has been a big help to me for my events over the years. And and he's like a brother to me, not just a friend. And we work together a lot. A lot of times I I might send a kid there his way and he'll send one mine. We've even talked about joining forces. And he's with me every time I need him and even when I handle my pros. I've needed somebody to go with me to Las Vegas or whatever. He's like, call me in. Just let me know what time I got to be at your house, you know. Yes. And, and you know, I, I love that that we can work together like that and do great things for all these kids. And, and it shouldn't be a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a hater thing. And it shouldn't be, you know. I don't tell these kids who are fighting till we get a few days from fight time because in today's world, we got kids and parents that'll go look the kid up on social media well they're not going to show a fight that they lost they're only going to post what they won and the and the and they're going to lie and say oh this kid's a junior olympic national champion there's no such thing you know you know they 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 make up stuff and and you know so you don't want them exposed to that i know what they can do i'm going to scout their opponents out and i'm going to learn everything about that kid i can before i let one of my kids fight because i want them to develop but i don't want them to get hurt Mm -hmm. but i do want them to fight and so I'll do that, and, and I know if I made a good match. I'm, I'm known for 14 years for making the most fair matches in USA Boxing. The other officials have said that. And another thing, we have all national Olympic-level officials coming into Springfield to work this boxing event. That's huge. And the that experience huge. with those that officials is huge.
0: It's going to be a big deal. That and they
1: volunteer. Fun. They called and said they wanted to come. They called me directly. And some of them are... They're flying in here on their own dime. That's um, incredible. And it's incredible. And, and, and these kids are going to get a good experience. Just like, Jenny, when we go to another town like Arkansas, or we've been as far as Albuquerque, New Mexico, Florida, Mississippi, Reno, I always find out what is historically educational in that town. And instead of laying around the hotel, we go visit it. Yeah. You go to museums. Because some you of these museums. kids will never yes they'll grow up and they might not leave the boundaries of springfield mm-hmm. so i want to make sure they get exposed to whatever i can get them exposed to on top of boxing so
0: i think that's fantastic and um and I, i'll give a shout out to a boxer here in town john penny who's yeah my hall buddy. Of Fame. yeah hall yeah. of fame boxer and um he worked he worked out my son when he was younger and yeah. And just uh, not only taught him some boxing, but also taught you know taught him a lot of life lessons, and was a great mentor for him. Oh, God. just like you were also a great mentor for my son. So yeah,
1: they, he that. John would bring him to my gym to train. Yes, and he man, I just fell in love with that kid. Yeah. I mean, how old is he now?
0: He's twenty three. Oh now. my
1: God, I and mean, time flies. <laughs> I mean, it's just great. And I mean, we've had a lot of good boxers. I am so excited about honoring Richard, the Rifle, the Springfield Rifle, Richard Young, uh, at this event. And and uh, D.C. Dean, unfortunately, D.C. Dean passed on. But he was a great coach and a great fighter. And Charlie Allen also. I mean, Springfield, Missouri has some deep roots in boxing. Uh, my real dad, uh, Duke Winkfield, was also a boxer, amateur, and professional. Uh, I, there's so much stuff that Jim McManus taught me, who was the longest-reigning boxing coach in Springfield ever and is in the Hall of Fame like me. Uh that I I, I feel blessed to have gotten knowledge from all these people. And I am going to do my best until the day God closes my eyes at giving it back to our youth. Yeah,
0: I love that. That's the true legacy. Um, That's a true legacy. It it definitely is. Um, So let me ask you this. You know, um, Sonia, I'm going to ask you to put yourself out there just a little bit right so yeah, you were yeah. having some trouble in school you were having some trouble with let's just say decision making shall a we? Knucklehead. yes oh, totally <laughs> i'm <laughs> so knucklehead yeah i was really hard headed so you you come into this gym and you're like you don't even know what to expect you're scared uh-uh. to death of this yeah. guy you you know you're you're trying to figure out is this really what you know i want to do when did you make that turn when did you make that turn where you're like you know what uh this is something that could really help me and i i want to go in a different direction
2: you know, I really don't know. Um, At first, a couple of few practices, the first couple of weeks of practice in boxing, I was really scared of Smitty. Like, he was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want to mess with him. But when I did with, I did knit work with Alicia, and when she she worked with me, I'm like, I like you, because you're <laughs> like more calm. <laughs> so.
0: Oh, and um, she knows what she's doing, that's for sure. And so does Coach. Yes, yeah. yeah. You're lucky to have such knowledge, you know, and a lot of um. And I, I think that one of the things, too, that I think is really cool is, I mean, you are young. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, boxing, there's there's hard to have a lot of um, matches your age because there's not a lot of female boxers yeah. your age at 10 years old. Not um, a lot
2: of female boxers are in into this kind of sport. They're more like volleyball or baseball or softball or t-ball or any of the wimpy sports.
1: Well, the truth <laughs> of the matter is that female boxing is growing. And, and see, Sonia lives in Springfield, but in the bigger cities – female boxing has grown tremendously. This year, we had our first national Golden Gloves female-only competition. Mm, and and it was the first time, and, and now they're going to have that every year. Uh, it, it's just in our area, there's not as many. But there are a lot of females boxing now. I mean, Sunisa Estrada, Clarissa Shields. I mean, Clarissa is the only American boxer to win two gold medals in two different Olympics in boxing. My so that's yeah. amazing. But you know, we're we're blessed, Jenny, and and we're thankful. I mean, we got Lauren Cook as a sponsor. We got SRC now. Uh, Kenny's Amusements always backed us. Central so if, Bank.
0: Let's I mean, talk about yeah. that. If someone wants to sponsor or help or support your gym, not not even just for this event, but yeah. to help you with just keeping the lights on and and, it's, and, and, and it's providing hard. this opportunity, it's how hard. can they support you?
1: They can always get a hold of me directly. Uh, and they can look up Smitty's Midwest Boxing Gym slash Youth Center Incorporated. We are a 5013C nonprofit, and we need funding. I mean, our lease alone is 2400 a month. Uh, and it takes money to put these eight kids in a van and take them to Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, rent hotel rooms, food. Some of the kids we get in our gym, their parents just can't afford it. You know, So I'm out there doing everything, trying to get grants and all but you know, you can always contact me at four one seven two six eight zero nine four one or look me up. Uh, I've got Cash App, I've got a bank account uh, where it goes with the Square goes directly in your any donation is a tax write off, and I do give a federal receipt with my ID number on it. And my stuff's been straight for fourteen years, so I, I think I'm I think I'm trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I guarantee it! I guarantee it, and I—I I, I tell you, it is. Um, you know, if you we we have so many generous people in this community, we it's do. It's impressive. We do. Um, at, at just the the beauty of of giving and and the service that's in this area has always been impressive to me. Um, but this is something that cannot just help promote this sport, but you are making an impact on these lives. And, and we
1: never—I mean, it's we've money never well spent. taken a penny from that gym. In fact, I've put my own money in it when we every time we fall short on a month i i back it up uh you know and and you know it's it it takes money to save kids lives i'm sorry but it takes money and i just can't fund it myself i wish i could and i'm still trying to get more grants and i got the cook foundation working with me and and faith uh guild or I geed. Geed, yes. geed. I, it's a wonderful I was getting, organization I get yes. in trouble for not saying her she's <laughs> going to get me if she's listening she's but wonderful. she's a wonderful lady yes. the Cook Foundation and the Cook Company are wonderful the SRC and Joe McDowell they are great and Jack Stack they have been so good to us and I do my best to make sure that I am putting anything we get to good use and I'm giving it back to these kids that's why the awards are so immaculate at our mm-hmm. events yeah, uh, I make sure it's worth the kids' while, the coaches' while, the parents' while. And, you know, I, I'm very thankful to Jenny and Ned Reynolds and, and then the <laughs> Jock Radio. They've had us on several times, uh, KY3 News. Uh,
0: Makes a big difference. We're, it we're, sure does. We're
1: growing this event. And it's going to keep growing.
0: And, Sonia, when you get into that, gym and you get into that ring, um, do you um, – I'm gonna add, this is kind of a, a little out-of-the-box question. Do you think of anything? Do you think of anyone? Do you try to emulate anyone? Or are you, Sonia, in that ring and, and that's all you're going to be? Which is pretty darn spectacular. <laughs> what was the question again? So tell me, who do you think about when you're in the gym? Do you emulate anyone? Do you look up to anybody? Do you Who is who's your inspiration when you get into that ring um, that, that kind of carries you through those matches?
2: Well, you know, I don't really think about anything when I'm sparring, only about... You're gonna focus on your opponent. You're gonna focus on your punches. You're gonna focus on the rhythm and timing on your punches and inside the ring. And you're not gonna think about the time. You're just gonna think about yourself and how you're gonna how how you're gonna win the fight. Like how are you gonna win the sparring match and how are, how are you gonna get out of the ring and feel proud of yourself for doing what you do.
1: And that's good, Sonia, because I try to teach all my boxers to be an individual, yeah. to be yeah. your be that kid. That the other kids walking down the hallway say, I want to be like Sonia Kirsch or, yeah. or whoever. And you know, something I picked up from Boys Club. I'm a Boys Club kid. I'm a member of Heart of the Ozark Sertoma, another good supporter of mine. Uh, Paul King's Law Firm. He's a, he's a Sertoman. Uh, these guys have, you know, that's where I learned that you don't need to be a follower in life. Uh, you need to be an individual and stand up and be a leader and i am developing and raising and teaching leaders not followers and she is a good example of that she- Well,
0: your attitude you know this this word is overused now in sports it's it's um it's been spoiled but i really can't I, you have so much grit like you really do you've got some grit and determination i mean when you start talking about it i can see it in your body language i can hear it yeah. in your voice um and I I love that. I love Thank that. Thank you. She Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, how, how do you keep that? I know that you've had probably sparring matches or or matches in the ring where um maybe you've made a mistake here or there. How do you overcome that and keep that drive and keep that grit rolling? Well, I used to have a sparring partner. His name is Jackson. He I
2: I never used I never got to beat him, you know, cuz I was never running my wind sprints or doing anything right with him, but Oh,
1: no, you beat him. Quite a few times, <laughs> did? yeah, he did, yeah. But he used to be sneaky He's and so hit her in the back of the head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when I sometimes I got my bell rung by him one time. This one time I was in the corner. He was hitting me so hard I was like crying, and I'm in the car with my mom, and she, I'm talking to her about, it, and she's like, "Oh, we've spent hundreds of dollars on this sport. We spent hundreds of hours. We spent hundreds and hundreds of hours into you." For this, for this sport, and so is your grandfather, your pop up, and that's what kind of made me overcome it. And when my grandfather died, I thought, well, I'm gonna quit this sport because like I can't do it without him. And I'm like, you gotta get through some stuff in life, and that's how, that's how it got me through some stuff. And he, he, he got me through all of this. He got me through. He talked to me. He'd get me through all the hard times, you know and when I get my bell rung he'd always talk to me saying you better run well we're gonna meet up on the weekend we're gonna run some wind sprints we're gonna run And you're gonna beat
0: that kid that's and he, her
1: biggest problem she doesn't like to do road work and that is her biggest problem
0: hey Sonia that that what you just said and captured is beautiful thank and you inspiring thank yeah. you for sharing that
2: and my grandfather I was very close with him too and that's how he got me into the sport he convinced me in doing this sport and Without him, I'd be juvie right now.
0: <laughs> well, <Without laughs> well, we're very grateful for him doing that, and we're grateful that your parents make that happen, and that Coach yes, Smitty is you. is also there. So, thank you, and thanks for coming tonight. We sure do appreciate you being here. All right, thank you, and Coach Smitty. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And it's I always am very, motivated. very
1: thankful, Jenny, for letting us come on here. I really am. Uh, it means the world to me. It means the world to Sonya. I think Sonya is going to be one of one of my great. Sonia's got the potential to be an Olympic hopeful. And as you know, we've had six kids out of Smitty's make the Olympic trials. Love that. So yeah. I think she's going to be one that makes it if she sticks with it. Best of luck, Sonia. And
2: Smitty also got me through a lot of the hard times.
1: Oh, now you want to talk about
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you all for being here. Yeah. Best of luck this yeah, weekend. You're <laughs> okay, well, we're, we're going to move into our post-game talk, um, and I'm so excited for the event this weekend. I hope everybody can get out there and, and enjoy Um, This uh, post-game talk is sponsored by Story Construction. They've got high-quality industrial and commercial construction. Go to story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com. Don't forget, you can always go to A Coach's Perspective for show lineups and previous show information and listen to the podcast. Hey, listen, our post-game talk is about dedicating yourself, dedicating. That's what Coach Smitty does. He dedicates himself. He dedicates his career and his lifestyle to helping others. Um, and this is, this is what is so impressive about him. And his heart for kids is inspiring. His heart for kids is appreciated. There's no telling the amount of lives that he has impacted. And your challenge for the week, listeners, is how can you give back and make an impact? It doesn't have to be on several. How about just one? How about one person you can invest in and you can encourage and let inspiration ripple through that person? Don't just say, well, that's so nice what he does with those kids. It is nice. It is nice. But let that be a motivator for you. Find someone and see them and encourage them and let them know that you are there for them. Because that's how champions do it. And I'm going to remind you as I do each and every week. Be a good human. Live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective.